Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is CCTN, the Catholic Community Television Network. CCTN and its programming are made possible by your generous support. 5125 South Apopka Vineland Road, Orlando, Florida, 32819. Thank you. CCTN, the Catholic Community Television Network, and the Holy Family Catholic Church in Orlando present the Roman Catholic Sunday Mass. Good morning, and welcome to Holy Family Catholic Church. This weekend we celebrate the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our entrance hymn is Gather Your People. Please stand. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. As we begin our celebration this morning, let us take a few moments and put ourselves in the Lord's presence, realizing that God is with us. Here we are going through a pandemic, and we, all have, we are all concerned about a hurricane and everything else, and we know that God is with us. So as we begin, let us ask God for forgiveness for the times we have doubted his love for us. Lord Jesus, you are the light of the world. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you died and rose for our sake. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, we look for you to come again in your glory. Lord, have mercy. May almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Oh, 
Let us pray. Draw near to your servants, O Lord, and answer their prayers with unceasing kindness, that for those who glory in you as their creator and guide, you may restore what you have created and keep safe what you have restored. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come, receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk. Why spend your money for what is not bread, your wages for what fails to satisfy? Heed me, and you shall eat well. You shall delight in rich fare. Come to me heedfully. Listen, that you may have life. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David. The word of the Lord. to 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, what will separate us from the love of Christ? Will anguish or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword? No. In all these things, we conquer overwhelmingly through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them and he cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples approached him and said, this is a deserted place and it is already late. Dismiss the crowds so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, there is no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourselves. But they said to him, five loaves and two fish are all that we have here. And he said, bring them here to me. 
and he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up the fragments left over, twelve wicker baskets full. Those who ate were about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Ah, ladies, how did you get it, get it like that, you know? They fed 5,000 men, not counting the women and children. They weren't counted among them. So they, we realized that there was, this was quite a few people that were, were fed. If you noticed today, they, every one, basically all the passages of Scripture emphasize a big banquet. Food. I mean, Isaiah was specifically talking about, uh, he, he's talking about to the people of Israel right before they come back to Israel as they were in Babylon. And he says, God will have this, all of this banquet for us. He will provide us with all of these things. He is encouraging the people when they return back to Jerusalem to the understanding of God's love and care for them, that he has not abandoned them. This is so important because we see it and we see that it's, it's almost in a banquet aspect that he, he proceeds to, to tell about God's love. By the way, that's what, why we're here. We are celebrating a banquet, Jesus' banquet. We are reminding ourselves that God is always with us. Uh, the, the, the feeding of the 5,000, I've told you numerous times that it appears in the Gospels five times. There's only four Gospels. So one of the Gospels is even twice. And each one of them have a little different nuance to it. And then in the Gospel of Matthew, we hear right before this, this passage about how, how the, the story of John the Baptist's death. We just had that uh, the other day. The story of John the Baptist's death, how he was, that uh, Herod was at a big banquet and, and uh, he knew he loved John the Baptist in a sense, but he didn't like what he was saying about his second wife and everything else. And he, and he proceeds to say, and then we hear the story about how the daughter danced for him and, and then she asked her mother, he's given me anything. That must have been some dance, by the way. Uh, but they, he's asking them, what should I ask? So he says, oh, offer his whole kingdom for me. And she says, give, ask him for the head of John the Baptist because he's a thorn in my side. Basically, she, that's what she said. So he's at this gigantic banquet where there are all these uh, dignitaries and he can't deny her this since she has asked him. So they brought John the Baptist's head. And so immediately after this, this is what this gospel is. Jesus hears the, the story about John the Baptist's death. And then he goes to, to, to a spot to pray, to remind himself that God is always with us. But the people come in hordes to him. They come and, and, they, and, and he, he, they disturb his time away, time, to, time in prayer. I heard a funny joke about... Uh, uh, when I was look, looking at uh, the readings here, uh, by one of the commentaries was, was men mentioning about that uh, one he, when <laughs> there was a uh, uh, Protestant minister who, uh, who every, every time uh, before he preached, he would bow and say a prayer and then come out and preach, uh, asking God to, to give him uh, strength in his, in his homily. And so uh, his daughter not noticed that, and she says, uh, Daddy, why do, you, why do you bow before Jesus? I'm asking Jesus to help me with my homily. And then her response was, well, why doesn't he do that then? <laughs> well, I bow before this. You better not be saying that about me. Okay. The fact is, is that we hear in this passage the understanding of putting ourselves in the Lord's care. 
and recognizing that he is always there. We hear in the, in the, in the first passage from Isaiah that it may take time. It may not be as instant as we want. It may be, but God is with us and will always be with us. We hear in the gospel today, Jesus recognizes and tells us and shows us the difference between the banquet of, of Herod and the banquet of Christ. Before this banquet of Christ, he's healing and, and comforting others. And then the apostles come to him and say, we're in a deserted place. We need to, we need to get some food for, for these people. And Jesus, what does he say? Feed them. We don't have anything. We got a couple loaves of bread and some fish, two fish. And so he proceeds to show us how God provides Many scholars look at this, this passage as a foretelling of the Eucharist because how Jesus raises the Lord, the, uh, the, the bread before them, and, and similar to that of the Last Supper. And a reminder to us all about where our faith should be, that we hold on to the Lord and recognize that even though amidst troubles and difficulties, we can see the Lord's presence. That's why we come here to church. That's why we receive the Eucharist. We come to his banquet here. And that's exactly what, what this passage is about, to remind ourselves that God is always feeding us and nourishing us, recognizing that there is nothing that we can fear. I love the passage from, from, uh, from Paul today. He says, oh, I, I come to believe that no matter what we face, God is there with us. God is there taking care of us. And do not be, be, be shy from that. Even in death, he will be there because we, he has brought us something greater. Let me tell you one more story I want to tell you. I, I tell the story of this. I, you, know, I, you may have heard me say this. It's the first time I was ever at the, uh, the Mount of the Feeding of the 5,000. Uh, in, in Israel. It's, it's away from the, from the villages. It's, there's a little chapel up there. And I had a group of people that we had taken up there. And, and of course, you know, you go to these religious uh, uh, chapels and that, and of course, they always have it laid out uh, for the passages of what, of what event had occurred there. And of course, there was the feeding of the 5,000 for the gospel. And I said, no, no, no. And I said to one of, my, one of the people that were with me, I said, well, we'll use the reading of the day. She said, oh, well, let me look it up. And, she, she, and then she came back to me and she said, you won't believe this. It's the feeding of the 5,000. And I went, okay, Lord. <laughs> and that's exactly what this gospel is about. He speaks to us. And sometimes we forget. Sometimes we don't, aren't realizing how clear he speaks to us. And that's what this gospel is all about. Let us profess our faith. I believe in one God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. 
I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Jesus has pity on the crowds and miraculously feeds them. With confidence, that compassionate God answers all our needs and the needs of the world. Let us humbly present them to the Lord. For the church, that we may continually rededicate ourselves to feed the hungry, satisfy the thirsty, clothe the naked, welcome the stranger, care for the ill, and visit the imprisoned, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our leaders across the country, in particular these days that affliction and suffering due to COVID-19 are causing unpredicted crisis situations, that they may work together to bring relief to all those in need. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those that are praying for the healing of body, mind, or spirit, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those unable to join us around this Eucharistic table and for all those who watch the Mass through CCTN, the Internet, and listen on the radio, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died in the peace of Christ, especially all those that have died due to the effects of COVID-19, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of the needs and intentions of our Holy Family family for whom this Mass is offered, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our personal needs and all the intentions that we now make in the silence of our hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all of those intentions listed on our, our intentions list here on this altar, we pray to the Lord. Lord. Merciful and loving God, may your generosity be a model and an inspiration for us as we strive to share with those in need. Listen to our needs and grace us with all good gifts through your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. I'd like to take this moment to address those watching on television, the internet, or listening on the radio. Uh, we want to thank you for your uh, presence here, and uh, certainly it's so good that you at least share some time in prayer on Sunday. We are uh, on the television at 2 o'clock on Channel 45, but also we, on, we have a daily Mass now at 5 o'clock uh, every day, Monday through Friday. So please come and join us, and we thank you for your support. Thank you. Blessed to you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed to you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. The most spirit and contrite us be accepted by you, Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sake this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Lord, wash away my iniquity, cleanse me from my sins. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours 
may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. For the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church, graciously sanctify these gifts, O Lord, we pray, and accepting the oblation of this spiritual sacrifice, make of us an eternal suffering offering to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death. And by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. <clears throat> you are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, for the same Spirit graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. the mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, 
on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and John, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at the passing of, from this life, give kind admission to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. To Christ our Lord, to whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. So we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the, the kingdom, kingdom, the power, power and the glory, glory are yours, now, now and forever. forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit, let us offer each other a sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
for those who are not present, who cannot now receive the body of Jesus and the blessed sacrament, we offer the following prayer. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul, since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally. Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. I am the bread of life, says the Lord. Whoever comes to me will not hunger, and whoever believes in me will not thirst. Let us pray. Accompany with constant protection, O Lord, those you renew with these heavenly gifts, and in your never-failing care for them, Make them worthy of eternal redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Uh, I think we will be having the rosary immediately after this Mass. So uh, those of you, when you are escorted out by the ushers, uh, please, if you want to remain for the rosary, please be, uh, remain seated in, your, in the pew. Also, I want to, again want to remind you that we do have uh, daily Mass now on television on Channel 45 at 5 o'clock. It's our 8.30 Mass in the morning, but, uh, and certainly uh, we like to see so many people spending time in prayer during this, this pandemic so that, uh, and I, one of the things I've mentioned to so many people is that 
because it's a great opportunity when you're stuck at home with family and you're ready to wring their, their necks uh, to spend some time praying with them. And it's a great idea, so it has a great understanding of, of where we are in this world. So uh, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Nourished in word and sacrament, please join in singing, Now Thank We All Our God. and its programming are made possible by your generous support. 5125 South Apopka Vineland Road, Orlando, Florida, 32819. Thank you. Before we understand Jesus' preferential option for the poor, we have to understand God's preferential option for the poor. God incarnates himself as Jesus among a poor family in a poor village, and Jesus himself preaches among the poor and preaches about the poor. This is how God is. He is a God who had a special love for those who had no one to turn to not because they're righteous, not because they're the most holy and most saintly, but because they are in need and God comes to their rescue. In Matthew 25, Christ tells us, whatsoever you do for the least of my brothers and sisters, you do unto me. And it's such a beautiful reminder for us that the people we serve who are in poverty, who are in need, are in fact the face of Christ. And because of that, have so much to teach us. So when we go to encounter the poor, let us encounter them as a fellow poor person, not from a perspective of superiority where they're in the dark, I'm in the light, all of these things. No, I grow in my own humanity when I encounter the person of the poor. Who are the poor in our society? The poor are those people who are really, really marginalized amongst us, the most vulnerable those who are forgotten in society. Here in America, I don't think anyone can say, well, I do not know what's happening in those uh, other parts of the world. But it's not enough to know. We should allow what we see, what we hear and know really touch us. And for us to have that mindset, I may be an American, the person who just lost his whole family is from Syria. But at this point, at this point of suffering, we are one. The preferential option for the poor calls us to address both immediate needs and systemic problems, to look both at the person in front of us and to give them what they need in that moment, but also to say, why is this person in this place? What has happened in our society? What are the larger issues at work? And how can we address those larger issues? When we see the situations to which the poor are subjected, dehumanizing, humiliating, you could say that those situations manifest the lack of love. Lack of love from other people, lack of love from society, for they did not choose to be poor. They are made poor by others and by systems and structures and society in our political lives, in our economic lives, in our social lives, whatever we do, we should always put the poor first. People try to make caring for the poor out to be something very difficult or complicated or hard to understand. It's not. It basically means a few things. First of all, being charitable to the poor, giving to organizations that care for the poor, giving directly to the poor. 
It means loving the poor as our brothers and sisters. It means coming to know them, touching them, holding them, shaking their hands, and really physically coming in contact with them. Because otherwise, how would we show our love? What a shame if a community claims to be the bearer of the good news for that community not to live it, not to embody it. And so we, uh, we ask the question, you know, if, uh, if the church will not do it, then who else will? Solidarity is based on our common belief that everything was created by God. And so all creatures are related to one another in this one beautiful community called creation. Solidarity is, uh, first of all, uh, perhaps what is not. It's more than just a feeling. Solidarity is a commitment for the welfare of the other one when we see each other as my brother, my sister, wherever they are, regardless of race, nationalities, belief, we are one human family. It's being able to reach out to someone and for them to know that you truly care about them, that you're touched by their experience and they're touched by yours. It isn't one where we do something for someone, but we do it with them and that we grow together to be closer. One of the scripture passages that illustrate for me the principle of solidarity is St. Paul's image of the body of Christ. When one part of the body suffers, the whole body suffers. When one part of the body rejoices, the whole body rejoices. Being church, body of Christ, means that we are not only connected to Christ, but that connectedness to Christ means we are connected also to the very mission of Christ, which is a mission of solidarity. And so the body of Christ must be attentive to the contemporary ways by which the human person is really trampled upon. I'm very lucky to witness some of the great works that the church does overseas through religious orders, through dioceses, through bishops' conferences. We work through that network of the church throughout the world to reach the poorest of the poor. Solidarity means I am always in relationship, not only with myself, but with God and with everyone that God loves, especially the poor. But if I am in solidarity, I would also try to go to the roots of what makes people suffer. And I would be willing, as an act of solidarity, to do what I can, according to my state of life, my expertise, to help solve those things too. Yes, we are very busy people. We need to be very clear on our priorities. When we love someone, we'll take steps to ex express that love and we'll prioritize that person. So if we have our priorities clear, we'll have time to pray, first of all, because prayer always is going to lead us to action. We have this wonderful tool, social media. <laughs> we have social communications, we have television, we have internet. No one now can claim that he or she has not received any information about what's happening in other parts of the world. Awareness will lead us to action. This action could take place at a local level with advocacy and also with our finances, our resources. If we could have greater solidarity throughout the world, I think that would be the peaceful place. That would be the place where, frankly, the Lord has wanted us to come to create that greater kingdom on earth. This is CCTN, the Catholic Community Television Network. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.